it is so important of us, for us to be caretakers for our water. And uh, to bring attention to conservation, Band Central has supported the Maritime Aquarium in Norwalk for the past few years. And now joining me is uh, Dave Sigworth. Dave, are you there? I am. How are you doing? Oh, good. Um, Dave is the publicist for the Maritime Aquarium at Norwalk, where he has worked since July of 1992. So as a publicist, he's responsible for getting the word out about the aquarium. And during his time, he has fed the seals, he's carried a sea turtle, and he has been inked by cuttlefish. So he is highly experienced. <laughs> aside, the proudest moment. <laughs> aside from his knowledge about the Maritime's offerings, he, he spends a lot of time being current on issues affecting the Long Island Sound. So, you know, uh, I'd also mention that outside of the aquarium, I know that Dave has led this environmental educational program that's been offered to all fourth graders in Ridgefield, focusing on the Norwalk River and the, the Long Island Sound's watershed. Dave, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me on. Great. To talk water. <laughs> hey, tell us. You know, before we get going, tell us a little bit more about yourself and how did you evolve to where you are today at the Maritime Aquarium? Well, so, I mean, I grew up in, speaking of water, I, I grew up outside Cleveland in, um, you know, I, in the 60s and even earlier than that, you know, famously, um, you know, there were water issues there. The Cuyahoga River caught fire several times. Um, one of them made famous, of course, by Randy Newman in, in the song Burn On. But And Lake Erie, uh, you know, had issues. And so, uh, you know, I sort of grew up around these issues. But I was also one of those kids, and this dates me a little bit. I was one of those kids who was watching, like, the Jacques Cousteau specials. And, the oh, yeah. you know, Disney had things on and uh, all those all those things. I just loved, loved, loved watching all that stuff. I always found it fascinating. Um, I didn't, like, pursue anything in a career necessarily. I actually went I uh, became a writer, a journalist. I, I worked at newspapers in Ohio, worked at, I came out here and worked for the New Haven Register for several years. And um, for personal reasons, my wife uh, was working in Stanford, the commute was hell, so we decided to move down this way. And I actually said to her, you know, the only thing, I don't, I don't want to uh, go from the second largest newspaper in Connecticut to a smaller paper in Fairfield County. I could see myself working as the publicist for the, that, you know, that aquarium in Norwalk. And literally, like two weeks later, there was an ad in the paper back in the day that, you know, they had ads and you found your job in newspapers. There was an ad in the paper for publicists for the Maritime Aquarium, and there was angel music, and, uh, and I, here I am now, almost 30 well, that, years later. That is a remarkable bit of synchronicity, <laughs> and also that, that notion of about putting your intention out <laughs> to the universe yes, exactly. and, and seeing what happens. Very cool. So, um, yeah, so it's been great, and certainly, you know, Norwalk has changed the port. You know, one of the reasons the aquarium was here, not just to uh, display animals, but it's, it's to inspire people to get excited about the animals in Long Island Sound. The Maritime Aquarium is one of the few aquariums in the country that really focuses on one body of water, and our focus is on Long Island Sound and trying to educate people about the animals out there and what they can do to support the animals. Uh, and, yeah, and so, so that, that leads nicely into, you know, tell us a little bit more about some of the exciting initiatives going on at the the Maritime Aquarium. There's there's some construction and renovation going on, and and um, and then you know as part two, maybe tell us a little bit about what you were saying about you know water sustainability and conservation. What what are some of the things going on that that help bring attention to that? 
Well, I mean, everything we do here is focused on on uh, the animals and the sound. So, you know, we've had some expansion. We just opened up uh, our actually in um, you know in 33 years. Just this past summer, we opened the largest exhibit we've ever had, which is a whole new big seal exhibit for the harbor seals we display. Uh, a lot of people still over the years have not understood that there are seals in Long Island Sound. That's why that's the uh, ambassador animal in our logo. Um, it's, uh, and, I, and it's a charismatic, almost dog-faced animal like that that's going to inspire people to take care of the sound. So we've, we've added that. We've added a new 4D movie theater that has to um, replace our IMAX movie theater, which is going to be closed because of our federal railroad bridge replacement project. Um, but those are the things you see when you come to the aquarium. There's so many other things that we're involved with, either conservation work, some research out in the sound, and education. You know, we are a leading environmental education uh, program for uh, the, the tri-state area, really. And we have so many um, programs with either direct involvement with specific schools, or uh, we run a, we run Norwalk's largest preschool, or help to run largest uh, preschool in Norwalk. And there's all these kinds of ways where we're trying to educate people about the animals and um, and then the sound itself in the watershed. Now, you guys were really busy during COVID providing a virtual uh, experience for people. Um, for people who can't make it down to the aquarium, is that are, are some of those videos and is that experience still available? They are. Um, it's going it's to be now, I think, it has proven to be so popular that I think it's going to have to be a, a, a permanent part of our educational offerings. And, but you're right. Uh, you know, we shut down and all the schools, you know, suddenly within a week in March of 2020, uh, teachers were caught like, oh, my God, suddenly I have to do virtual learning and nothing but virtual learning. How am I going to present STEM education? And so within uh, we immediately, the, the day after we announced that we were closing, uh, which was the same time as the schools were, we met with our education team, met with members of the Norwalk City Schools thinking, okay, here's we can we can quickly pivot and prevent, uh, present some educational programs to you guys. And that expanded to, um, you know what, like um, since our guests come, cannot come here, let's also offer just some family programs about seals and jellyfish and things like that. And the point where uh, our virtual programming has expanded to now, we've had 38,000 people uh, from 44 states and also five continents uh, tune into our educational programs. We've done programming with uh, uh, American Sign Language. We've uh, presented programs uh, in Turkey and India, um, which required some, you know, translations and things. But, um, you know, people are still desperate for all this educational content about the, the oceans and the marine world, and we're excited to be able to present it, and I think we'll always will, even when we get back to normal. We're talking with Dave Sigworth from the Maritime Aquarium in Norwalk, where he is the publicist, and he's he's telling us about why to go to the aquarium, but he's also explaining how the aquarium, Maritime Aquarium, is acting as, as a caretaker, involved with the school system, but also providing content and educational information, you know, just by going to their website. So, uh, you know, I will mention to all of uh, our listeners that the Maritime Aquarium is a nonprofit organization that Band Central wholeheartedly supports for every, for all of their efforts. And, and uh, you know, I uh, use this opportunity to draw attention to that. Um, how, how can people get involved in the Maritime Aquarium? I, you know, one thing you mentioned is the, the new seal exhibit, which is just amazing to see and, and worth, worth going for. Um, uh, how can people get involved, Dave? 
Well, I, I'll answer, but I, you know, I just those, you know, I think it's worth saying. I hope, Rob, that like you know that partnership between the aquarium and Band Central was really fun. Like we had musicians come in and perform here and uh, uh, ocean-related songs in front of some of our exhibits, and uh, we used those not just for social media, but also it was on this huge giant video wall. Those those performances played here for months, and it was a really wonderful thing. So that was really fun for us. Um, to your question. How can people get involved? You know, there's so many ways. If you're uh, if you're at least 15 years old, uh, actually, I think 14 to 18 now, you can become a. Uh, we have a volunteer program called Echo, where you can get involved and uh, actually has like layers where you can become more involved and actually have like responsibilities, uh, sort of like the volunteer program where you um, when you come in and you meet the volunteers on the floor who are interpreting our our exhibits, sort of like a docent. Uh, there's a training period for adult volunteers. Those signups actually you just missed the fall signup for that for the fall training course, but you just watch our website under um, volunteer or, or, or join our team, I think is the tab at the top, and learn about when the next volunteer pr- uh, training program is. It's a great way to, if you're excited about the marine world and want to learn more about it, we'll teach you all about that, and then you sort of interact with our guests and explain that sort of stuff. That's, so that sounds like but, fun, and you can meet some other people that are like-minded and, uh, and you know, consistent with the theme of the show. Just by going and doing some caretaking as a volunteer with the aquarium, you're sending out this concentric ring of positive energy that is is just affecting Connecticut as a whole. We, I, I think we have to hold on to that thought that it's it's yep. things that seem small are really impacted when we we have a collective energy behind them. You know. I got to tell you this, Rob. So our, our boat captain, you know, we, we have a research vessel. We'll take, we do public cruises. Uh, he was out over the weekend, and uh, there was a, uh, I guess there was like a, um, a, a tugboat or uh, pushing a barge out of out of Norwalk up the river out onto mm-hmm. the sound, and he had radioed our our boat captain saying that he was going to come past him, and he let our boat captain know what side he was going to go on, and that too oddly this little radio conversation. The tugboat guy remembered being coming to the Maritime Aquarium, like I think in the 80s, he said, and he he was telling our captain everything he remembered about the visit coming to the Maritime Aquarium. So like that stuff is just so lasting; it makes such an impression uh, on on some people who have never had a chance to see anything like this um, live. And even if you can't get out on the water, the fact that you can connect to these animals and get inspired from them. And who knows, maybe that led to this guy becoming a tugboat captain. But it's it's that sort of connection you hear all the time here. Oh, my God, my kids, uh, we came here when my kids were young. Well, you don't have to, just if you don't have young kids, you're still allowed to come here because it's still just a really fun, cool place. And well, you that's a really know cool. how inspired you're going to get from it. Absolutely. Absolutely. The great story. And Dave, uh, in closing, could you, you know, give us some of the uh, social media and website handles for for, uh, the Maritime Aquarium so people can get in touch. Sure. If you want to check out the virtual programs or anything that's going on here, it's just maritimeaquarium.org. And, uh, and also, it's, I think it's at, Marit- at uh, Maritime Aqua on some of our, fo- our social posts. But just a simple search will, will turn up. And not just that, but there's all sorts of citizen science programs you can get involved with in terms of horseshoe crab tagging or, or um, uh, ter- terrapin you know, uh, watching. There's all sorts of ways to get involved if you want to like, dabble in this little bit of marine and citizen science. All right. Well, hey, Dave, thank you very much. And uh, we look forward to uh, continuing to support the Maritime Aquarium in 2022. Take good care. Thanks, Rob.